Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio Show 106. Today's show is brought to you by Candace Hunter Creations, Family Herbalism, Consulting, Lessons, and Herbalist. Herbalism. Herbals. Uh, herb, herb, herbs. Herb plant-based <laughs> remedies. Find Candace at CandaceHunter.com. And Occupy Medical, an integrated free health clinic, which is in Eugene, Oregon, and it provides health care as a human right. We are a 501c3. Reach us at Occupy-Medical.org. And Hunter Creation, websites, printed materials, and design, where their motto is, yes, we can do that. You can find Hunter Creation at huntercreation.com. And Ace High Heat Graphics, your best bet for imprinted t-shirts and other wearables. Find them at acehighheatgraphics.com. Sue, we've got a big event coming up. Yes, we do. Starting to get quaking in your boots a little bit. If I was wearing boots, they'd be just trembling all over the place. I'm nervous. It's the American Herbalist Guild Symposium. Yeah. Coming Uh, up in Silverton, Oregon. Oregon. Yes, at the Oregon Garden. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. I know. I I went there just as soon as they had opened many years ago. And now when I come back, oh my goodness, all those plants are big and beautiful and much more established. Every time I go, there's something new to see. So I'm so excited. There's going to be a ton of cool plant walks Mm -hmm. and workshops and gathering of herbalists. It's going to be an awesome place for beginners and experienced herbalists alike. There's a lot of names that I'm familiar with and some that I have only read about. Yeah. So this will be nice to be able to put a face to a name. And And one of the absolute best possible talks is going to be happening by the amazing herbalist team. Uh, At the Practical Herbalist? I heard they were giving a a talk. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? What what rock stars they are. (laughs) Yeah. Taking herbalism out of the broom closet. That's our little thing. If you're you're not already signed up, you definitely want to get down there, get yourself signed up. It's um, Mm -hmm. at the American Herbalist Guild. Uh, website, which I believe is AmericanHerbalistGuild.com. Yep. And so get on there, sign up, and be sure to sign up for the talk with Sue and I. Yeah. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. And then be following your social media because as the month draws on, we'll probably be posting little bits here and there, teasers and that sort of thing on Facebook. Yeah. Tell us that you're going to be there and also... If you're there, please let us know that you listen to our podcast. Yes, I would love to meet some of the folks out there. I know we've got a ton of people who are listening. Yeah, they're actual love. human bodies attached yes. to those ears. Real people. <laughs> Real people. Listen, I'm excited. Yep. So you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Practical Herbalist. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely find us on um, Pinterest and Twitter. Right. Yep. And we're also on YouTube. Um, our, I believe our channel is called The Practical Herbalist. The Practical Herbalist, yeah. So please subscribe to that. Got a lot of new things being put on that one all the time too. And then it's we've fun. got the Instagram account, The Practical Herbalist, and the hashtag, The Practical Herbalist, where the gallery where we've been posting and we've had tons of people sharing all sorts of cool pictures from all over the world yeah. of their herbal adventures. I think next we'll just have to get ourselves a Goodyear blimp. I know. I'm okay with that. Blimp. That'd be fun. We could make it out of plant matter. You know what? If we got like hot air balloons. Hot air balloons. And they could have like pan banners like across the balloon top and then streaming down like tails. Whoa. That'd be really cool. We could make it those out of kelp. I wonder if we could do them in neon. Gelatinous. Maybe. You know, like, uh, like jellyfish neon. Yeah, or because there's so many plants that do have bioluminescence. Ooh, bioluminescence. It just rolls off the tongue. Okay, okay, back to the show. <laughs> now on with the show. <laughs> 
Welcome to show 106, Back to School, Building Your Immune System and Prepping for the Flu Season. Whether you're parenting school-age children or not, back to school means back to flu and cold season. As we enter fall, we're all more susceptible to the new and improved viruses that are making their roads routes through our community. As herbalists, we have many ways to boost the immune system and prep for the worst. Now's the time to get into gear on that preparation the natural way. Today, we're talking about how you can tap into a wealth of herbal tips and tricks for beating this year's flu and cold season. Now, here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Susie Arlupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Susie Arlupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. <laughs> Boy, it really is odd to say that intro without Patrick, isn't I know. it? <laughs> I know. Patrick, where are you, he's, buddy? Ah, him and his hiatus, his yep. darn hiatus. Yep. Well, he'll come back rested and ready and raring to go. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he will. Yep. So, Sue, what are you doing to get started on your back-to-school prep? Uh, well, apparently I'm doing a terrible job because I have a scratchy throat today. I have uh, an uh, some lovely things happening in my sinuses and it's just dripping down my throat and causing yeah. some coughing. Well, you're right on the freshness. front lines. I, I mean, am. You are, you're, you're getting all those brand new and improved viruses. Yes. They're knocking on your door first. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I work in a clinic and I volunteer in a clinic. So yes. it's six days a week exposed to people. People come to clinics because they are sick. And people of <laughs> all walks. Mm-hmm. So folks, a lot of folks who have compromised immune systems all the time and a lot of folks who are dealing yeah. with nutrition all the time. Yeah, we get chronic and acute yeah. constantly. So that's that's what I've got. And it's just before I uh, I ordered the flu vaccines. And all they're, right. they're in the refrigerator <laughs> at work, uh, but we so haven't passed them out yet. A little late for you at this point. That's not going to help you on this one. Well, not for this particular one, no. But fortunately, we have some great herbal friends. Yes, we do. We have a lot of really good herbal friends. Yep. And I'm betting one of the ones you've been going to has been your elderberry immune tea. It exactly has been. Yeah, I love elderberry and it's a fabulous thing for getting that uh, flu, that flu virus out of your body. Yes. And it tastes delicious. And it's just it full is. of antioxidants and nothing else. Yes. But I, we wrote a, a great little book about it. An Elder e-book Boundary about, Keeper. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Got good that memory. one. Good memory. Well, that was the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that one I, I've been using a lot to help myself. Um, ginger yeah. which is what I've got. Ginger. A, yep. I'll got give the... it a, a sound here. That's Tink, oh, tink here. Oh, there it is. There's yeah. the clank. There's the clank <laughs> of the sound of my cup of ginger tea that uh, Candace made for me with yep. some orange peel. Ginger lemonade with a little orange peel for flavor. Yes. For and flavor. A little bit of honey in there. Yep. Um, no chili pepper. No chili pepper. I was going to, but I thought, no, that, that probably would, you know, heat you out. That would be it. <laughs> I'd be on fire. That dragon breath. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's been helping out a lot. And I have also been taking, because it's a, developed into a bit of a sinus infection, Oregon grape. That's a good one. Yeah. And it yeah. really makes a difference. Like it, it has been a little bit since I've taken that Oregon grape. And not only is it a nice astringent, yeah, uh, it helps take all those boogies out of my body, but it's also helping me with that inflammation. So um, any of those berberous containing herbs are fabulous when you've got what I have right now. Yeah, lucky you. For the rest of us, though, now Mm -hmm. is the time to start preparing for the possibility that you'll pass your flu to us. Yes, yes, you're (laughs) welcome. And for the rest of us, elderberry is a really good immune tonic. Mm -hmm. Um, The key with it is you got to take it every day. 
Yes. But it's not that hard. It tastes so good. Yeah. And we have an elderberry syrup recipe yes, we on do. the site that you, yeah. you can, it's very simple to make. Mm-hmm. You just use either frozen or dried elderberry. Now I've got two quarts it. of that right now in my fridge waiting and it goes into coffee. Oh, I, I, I convinced my guys, especially during September, October, and November, where you're at the height. The height of flu season, according to the CDC, is about October. Uh-huh. You know, yep. So this is the time where it's the most important. And in, as we're in fall and we're in back to school as grownups, whether our kids are in school or not, there's more sharing of the flu viruses. We right. have more stress. And because the weather and the environment is changing, that's stressful to our bodies, mm-hmm. even if we're living the perfect Zen life. It's still harder on the bodies and the systems. So that's the time where I really push those guys to get the elderberry in every day. Yeah. And they make lattes every day. They make, you know, espresso every day and they add syrup of some form or another every day. So it might as well be elderberry. Exactly. That's Mm. the way I figure it is use it until it's gone. Yeah. And then for myself, I use the elderberry immune tea or I add it to my herbal aid. And, and that's on our website, that recipe. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's available. And there'll be links in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> Better get on that. <laughs> not. Okay. not that long ago, we switched hats and I don't have to do write the show notes anymore. That's right. So every time you hear someone uh, make a note yeah. about an herb, then yeah. you'll hear this moment of silence while Sue madly scribbles on a piece of paper. Write it down quick. <laughs> People can yes. remember. And it's funny because it used to be when y'all listen to it and Sue would say, and that'll be on our show notes. I'd be like, it will? It will. <laughs> Write it down fast. Okay, which link was she talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're getting better about that. This isn't our first uh, rodeo, that's for sure. Right, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do to help your immune system. But I think that another thing is just plain old nutrition. Good nutrition is a key. Mm-hmm. It's an important key. Yep. And a lot yeah. of kids are used to going to school and they got a bologna sandwich, a little thing of milk, and Doritos. A Doritos or maybe an apple or an orange, right. which they trade away for Doritos. More Doritos, right. Or some other brand. We're not affiliates of Doritos, by the way. Right, right. We are not. <laughs> right. We, don't, we don't have an association with It's like Kleenex, though, at this point. Doritos is universally just means some kind of junk food. Yes. I think even on the couch. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, there's yeah. a, you, you, you should not worry parents about the things that your kids trade unless mm-hmm. it's an allergy kind of thing. And then come on, right. you need to do some informational, uh, educational time with your child. But if you can just send them with something that you know they will eat, the lunchbox is That's not the better. time to open up and then all of a sudden they learn that they've got a brand new food that they've never tried before. Right. They it's better eat it. prep them, prep them by feeding them the, this new and scary food over a weekend. Right. <laughs> Terrify them over the weekend for better success through the weekday. And then you can test it out and back it up with a, a liked and, and a loved food mm-hmm. if you need to. Yeah. Like my kids were not that big on ginger, but they are that they are that big on sushi. Nice. So I could nice. make them sushi, make just like a big roll of it and chop them up and put yeah. it in their lunch. And they were all excited about that. And then I put little bits of the ginger, you know, the pickled ginger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like 
cut that into thin strips and put that in the sushi. Nice. And then they were cool with that. That That was, that was fine. That was a good way to introduce. And now they're, they're cool with ginger. That's a fine thing. Or in spring rolls. Yep. Slice or two of candy ginger would be another good one. Oh yeah. They love candy ginger. Yeah. So we actually have a recipe and how to on our site for that too. Oh yeah. We did that last year. Yeah. I should be. It is a good one. that. That is a good one. And the, uh, that's something that is in one, uh, I think my kids were in high school. We started putting that in their Easter baskets. Mm, that was the nice. candy that they had and became a big, a big hit. Hunter Creation is a full-service graphic design studio. They offer design for print like business cards, brochures, and large format banners. They also offer design for web specializing in self-hosted WordPress sites, e-commerce, and single splash pages. To top it all off, they can get just about anything printed for you at amazing prices whether or not they do the design work. Visit their site at huntercreation.com for more information. Um, hummus, for those of you that uh, have a vegetarian lifestyle, you are more than familiar with hummus because that is one of the few things that you can eat when you go to a bar or a restaurant. Yeah, right. <laughs> with some fresh cut vegetables. Honestly, my favorite sandwiches were nice thick layer of hummus mm-hmm. with some cucumbers, mm. nice lettuce, a few slices, thinly sliced, like red onion. One of the onions that has just a little bit of bite to it. Right. And then if I'm lucky, some red um, red pepper, like red bell peppers, sweet peppers. Right. But the red ones. The red or ones. Or the orange ones. But not, not the, the yellow. yellow or the green. Those not aren't, the yellow or the green. Those aren't good. Why not the yellow or the green? The, the red and the orange will taste better in the that yellow, blend. I don't even taste the difference between Avoid the, the sprouts on there, though. No don't sprouts. put the sprouts on oh, that mix. I don't like that mix I got to say, I know I love tomato. However, tomato on a sandwich that's been sitting for a while. Oh, not so good. Mm-hmm. It makes no. it soggy. No, that's where if you have it like tomato on the side and you can add it in might work. Sure, but that would be fine. But in but the sandwich, no. No, not so much. No, not okay. And uh, another thing to keep in mind is in September, it's still fairly hot. Yes. So consider when you're putting things into a kid's lunch, it's not, probably not going to be refrigerated. Sit. Yeah, avoid the mayonnaise. Avoid the mayonnaise. <laughs> yes. Other things that might go bad at room the temperature. Vanilla delighting. Yes. Um, and peanut-free is another thing to keep in mind. Your child may not yeah. be allergic to peanuts, but a child that is allergic to peanuts, they are horribly, horribly allergic to just being they around be, peanuts. Yeah. And that's a, that is that is not something we wish. That's a hospital trip that we don't wish on anybody's child. Right. So please be cautious about that. But fortunately now... You can go to Costco and get almond butter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a can, lot of options. Yeah. There's, there's a, a ton options. of options. So sunflower butter. I just had that for the first time this year. Oh my God. They had that when I was a kid. Well, it was good stuff. You're we didn't better have than much me. of it. My mom didn't buy it often because it was like four it's times expensive. the price of regular peanut butter, yeah. but it was good. Yeah. It was, it was good. good like stuff. on a cracker. And Nutella, though, is not a good substitute no, for peanut butter. No, no, that's, that's a that's, dessert. That is a dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Contrary yeah. to Patrick's belief that Nutella could be a substitute for right. peanut butter. See, I'm going to catch it when he <laughs> listens to this one. When he produced this one, he's going to take that piece out about Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> well, hazelnuts. I've made yeah. my own hazelnut spread. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit of sugar, not as much as they. But that's like Here, chocolate and yeah, it's chocolate and sugar with a little bit of hazelnut flavoring sprinkled in. <laughs> there I imagine go. if you made homemade Nutella style, you could use actual nibs. 
mm-hmm. and you could use real hazelnuts and you'd sure. probably end up with a really fabulous spread. Nice. And if you thickened it with just a little bit of honey, you know, that could be a really fabulous alternative to peanut butter that is actually much better for you and could qualify as a non-dessert butter. I just recall I have a, uh, I went to a friend's party and they had this cake that had hazelnut in the, in the filling Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the no, layers yeah. between cake. I'm not much of a good cake lover, not but me. it was a chocolate cake with some of the hazelnuts crunched up. Mm. And in the frosting that she made, it was a chocolate frosting and she had put like ground, you know, like as uh, made into a paste, mm. added that to the chocolate frosting. So it was hazelnut chocolate frosting. Mm, that sounds tasty. Oh, yeah. So you had two slices, right? Oh, Lord, I would if I could. But, yeah, there was <laughs> right. a battle for that. That was delicious. Yeah, I that can imagine. delicious. Yeah. So, yeah, as adults now, as we're coming into the season, we've got to think about getting our kids good nutrition, but we mm-hmm. grownups also need to really be paying attention to our nutrition as well. Yep. Um, in part because back to school and fall, kids or no kids, it starts. it's usually a stressful time. Things right. start to really move, and next thing you know, the holidays are already starting to gear up. Yeah. So that's the time when your body's more stressed, you don't absorb your nutrient nutrition as well. Mm-hmm. So it's important to give your body extra nutrition. Right. And a lot of us that we're working with our eyes on computers all the time. So yeah. it's a really good idea to have gluten, uh, a diet that's has lots of gluten in it. Um, you can get that of course in different things like hawthorn, for example, hawthorn, yeah. or in uh, things that are good for your eyes, like blueberry. Yeah. Um, one thing I, it's a, my other new, thing that I, I was interested to this year is uh, spicy pickled carrot sticks. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So I've been, I've been kind of dicing those up because they just come in sticks and mm-hmm. it's a pickled thing. I mean, you can pickle just about anything. You can. You, you can know, go to any Southern grocery store and you will discover some things. So do you have hawthorns in? What, what's in these spicy pickled sticks? Oh, in sticks? the spicy pickled carrot sticks. Uh, I think they've got, well, they've got peppers They've got garlic. There's a garlicky thing in yeah. there, and then they've got uh, some herbs down at the bottom. One of them looks like a, I don't like a marmosol kind of. It's a it's a peppercorn, peppercorns okay. of some kinds, and some I didn't recognize because they were already oh, pickled. Probably all spices in there. I'm betting. Probably, yeah. yeah. But that was that's been delicious. Nice putting that on my sandwiches nice. and. Uh, a little bit of sour is good for many people because it stimulates digestion. Yes. And especially if, if you have slow, sluggish sort of digestion, it'll help move things faster, yeah. which is better for your body. Yeah. When your body is digesting slowly, that does not mean it's absorbing in nutrients any better. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, speeding it up a little bit is is good for many people. Most yeah. of the population has has more cooling, di- cooling cool digestive systems than hot. Mm-hmm. And when you're sitting by the computer, sometimes people will notice that their eyes will get twitchy, which is an indicator that they have a magnesium deficiency. That's one of the indicators. There's a variety of other ones, too. Yeah. But just having some cashews on hand, um, yeah. throwing some dried blueberries with that, yep. and you've got a pretty nice treat that's really good for the eyes. Yes, and whether you choose to eat those whole or pop them in your tea, they're either way, it's equally good. Yeah, or both. Yeah, pop I've done. Tea I've, and I've made tea with a cinnamon stick, blueberries. A few blue, you know, small handful of dried nice. blueberries, some mm-hmm. nuts, either almonds or cashews, and mm-hmm. then that's the tea. Right. And it you can eat everything. Yeah, a cinnamon you know. stick makes a good substitution for a stirring stick. It sure does. A stirring it sure stirring. does. Yeah. We have a few good nutritious tea recipes on our site as well. 
like the herbal tonic building block tea, which truly needs a new name. And if any of you out there have a suggestion for a better name for that tea, please, please do email us or send it to us through Facebook. All right. So it's called herbal tonic building block tea. That yeah. is a mouthful. Yeah, it's a really, it was a, it's a tea blend that I've been using for many, many, many years, like uh-huh. over a decade now. Yeah. And it is honestly, it's just the basic, you, you start with that. And then you add other herbs depending on what you need at the oh, given right. season. Sure, but you sure. can take it just as it is too. Yeah. And and that's why it has that weird name because it was one of the very first recipes I wrote for the Practical Herbalist. Do you remember what's got in it? Um, it's got nettle, red clover, and oats or oat straw. I usually use oat tops and oat straw because I like the sweetness of the tops, mm-hmm. but they're expensive. And the straw has a lot of really solid, good nutrition to it. Yeah. So it's a good, nutritious tea. Mm-hmm. And then you can add other things to it, like a little bit of licorice. Sure. Or a little bit of yam, or a little sure, bit of sure. cinnamon. Yeah. I've often added, that's a good one for berries or lychee or go- goji berries is another tasty oh, addition to that. Berries. Yeah. A little chamomile can make that tea really sing. Okay, stop saying herbs. Sue's no. <laughs> <laughs> feverishly trying to write down all the possibilities. Yeah. So that one. And then the um, winter fortification tea is another really good one for it, the that blend is about building the immune system, building the body so that you can make it through the winter without getting sick, mm-hmm. without being wasting away. Right. And I know, I know we're running out of time here, but we also want to make sure we mentioned hygiene. Very important to wash your hands. We have mm-hmm. a lot of soap recipes and stuff like that. We also have some sprays, some good disinfectant sprays. And for people that are particularly worried about bacteria, um, if you get, somehow get that in your in your house, um, wiping, breaking down the food that might be on your counter yeah. and with that uh, vinegar-based spray. And the then, Four Thieves or the Three Flowers yes, spray recipes that we have on our site are really good ones to have on hand at this time of year. That's right, because that breaks it down. And then the thing to... Give it, have a little spray bottle that has hydrogen peroxide on it because that's such a great antibacterial. Mm-hmm. Then do a quick spritz of the, of the hydrogen peroxide, let it sit a little bit, and then wipe it up. But remember that can bleach things. Yeah. So, but it's good, great for hard, hard surfaces. Yeah, particularly if you have a family that tends to be very susceptible to germs like flus and colds. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're some, some people's constitutions, especially during winter, it, it's just a really, it's a taxing, hard season for them. And it makes their, wears them down, makes them more open or susceptible right. to incoming illness. Yeah. So if you're one of those kinds of families, you probably want to do double time on your, surface care of your like kitchen and bathrooms yeah you know that sort of thing yeah and let 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 it sit and do its job yeah so that i think that covers it pretty good just take care of yourself keep yourself clean get lots of good sleep mm-hmm. you know yeah yep. acknowledge the stress of the season and stress don't mean stop no Sometimes stress just means a little bit slower yeah mm-hmm. yeah the statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the united states food and drug administration fda are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. 
Any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.